yeah i really love that song man it gets me in the in a good mood what's up welcome to big kid with will bryant it's the show that's on right now i'm your host i'm will bryant i'm i'm actually i'm happy i'm excited I, I like doing this show. I like doing this show for, I would say for all of you, but it's mostly for me. <laughs> it's mostly for me. And, and uh, you know, maybe someday it'll be for somebody else, but for now it's for me. And I like doing it. I like doing it. Gotta say, ever since I pretty much just stopped preparing for the show and just started to kind of wing it, it's gotten a lot more fun. Who would have known? Who would have known that something that requires less work could be more fun? That's I'm breaking new ground here, guys. It's gotten me the best feedback too. I more people talk to me about the stuff that I come at you unprepared with. <clears throat> Whereas I, before I was spending entire weeks researching topics and talking about it and I could hear a pin drop. I'm not mad about it though. Cause I watched, uh, watched some fun stuff in the process, but it felt like a lot of work, man. Every day I, I had off, I was like, all right, how many X-Men shows, how many X-Men episodes can I watch today? <laughs> I was watching X-Men on my commute to and from work. Then writing up summaries for every episode. And then the other episodes, I was like, all right, what new, what, what nerd news can I talk about this week? James Gunn came out with an announcement. Thank God. <coughs> then I just stopped trying. And suddenly you guys, <laughs> you guys started uh, enjoying it. Feedback went up. Numbers actually went up a little bit. So, the lesson to be learned here for all of you out there. If you want something in life, don't try hard at all. If you really care about something in this world, put... Put minimal effort. Zero, if possible. If something is important to you, if you want something to succeed, to grow, to gain traction, do as little as humanly possible to prepare for it on a weekly basis. And and watch... Watch you become a superstar. <clears throat> Not exactly a superstar here, obviously, but it is nice to get to 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 see some movement at least. At least. Oh man. It's fun though, it's fun. It's become, <clears throat> it's become 
something I look forward to. It was it was, I looked forward to it before, but I I really did not enjoy the entire week of preparation I would sometimes have to do. Now I enjoy it still, and there's no preparation at all. It's awesome. I, I like sometimes write things down in my iPhone, in my notes. Then I log or I open up my MacBook and my notes are right there because of the trusty iCloud. And all I do is move some of my notes around that I think I'd rather talk about than others. <laughs> and I put those up t- uh, higher and then I... I go smoke a joint, I come back and then I start recording. That's 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 the preparation I do. Today I'm drinking some PBR. Got a got some tequila on deck. That's the preparation I do. It's just my notes from my iPhone. And some you know what? I I will literally be like bartending at work and someone will do something stupid and I'll I'll act like nothing uh, happened and turn around and be like, all right, don't forget to write that down. Because before, when people did stupid things at work, it was just another day at work. But now, now someone does something stupid at work and I forget. Hey, I can actually talk about this. To like nobody in particular. But, you know, fuck it. <laughs> Actually, you know what's funny is that um, I, uh, so I, I'm bartending somewhere kind of new. I've been there for this is three, like three months now, basically three, four months. I'm going on four months now. And, um, it, it it's a, uh, it's a new kind of atmosphere for me. Um, the places I've been at before, smaller staffs, very, uh, very close staffs. The, with the place that I learned how to bartend, I'm still friends with a lot of people from that bar to this day. And that was I haven't worked there in a couple like since before the pandemic now. So. And the place I ended up after the pandemic, uh, another spot in Astoria that I I love the people that I worked with there. It's a place that I'm at now. I'm um, I'm trying to I don't know uh, be more well behaved there. And um, what that means essentially is I'm tr- I'm basically not acting like myself as much as possible. Sometimes it still comes out, but you know. Um, <clears throat> and, uh, there was this, uh, there was this new, there's this new chick hired. Well, a new girl that was uh, there, a new woman that was there. Um, I guess she's been there a month now and we, we went pretty much the entire month without working together at all. Uh, our shifts, this just didn't overlap. Um, and I only work with someone on, on Fridays and Saturdays anyways. Um, usually I'm working then like, uh, well, sometimes Thursdays too, but you know. Anyway, I'm I was usually just doing uh, shifts with someone on Fridays and Saturdays, and she didn't work those days with me, so I never worked with her. And then, um, like la- I think it was last week now, uh, maybe a week before that, we worked our first shift together. <laughs> kind of a busy night too. 
And, um, yeah, I did my thing where I was uh, not being myself. <laughs> and um, I honestly forgot what was the first instance or incident, but something happened and <laughs> she uh, she just like un- unloaded like this like verbal tirade behind the bar that only I could hear. And immediately i was like oh i'm gonna like working with this chick because 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 then suddenly i just didn't hold back anything at all and it was like apparently the two of us were trying to be on our best behavior around other people but for some reason We brought it out of each other on that night. And it was like we hadn't uh, unloaded our our angry thoughts on anyone that we work with since we got hired until that night. And we just unloaded, not to the customers, to each other, about the customers, though. Uh, it was fun. It was... Um, it got to the point where uh, I we could hear I could hear a customer say something to her, and I would just start smiling like like a like an idiot and and stare at her, and she would just realize the moment and look at like just look towards me and see me smiling and immediately she understood that i (laughs) i understand her frustration i hear what's going on i mean she was she's standing in front of 12 drafts on tap and a guy stares right right at her and asks do you guys have beer on draft she turns my coworker turns to the uh taps and uh, as she's pointing at them, just stares at me as if to tell me that her soul just died a little bit. And she smiles through it. <laughs> um, it's nice as a as a as a bartender to. Uh, Here's the thing. I worked with someone for a while at this new spot that was like, I mean, when I say a good bartender, I don't mean like, oh, wow, she made amazing drinks. Because actually a lot of, a couple, not a lot, but a couple of customers, including a regular, went out of their way to ask me to make their cocktails instead of her. Just putting that out there. But she was a good bartender in the sense that like she was way nicer (laughs) than I could ever hope to be bartending or in life. Um, more patient, um, smiled a lot more, rarely had to be told to smile by other people. Uh, and it, it, that's just not me. That's just not me, man. And working shifts with her made me like realizing, like, Jesus Christ, this, I, I used to call her because um, she doesn't work there anymore. She just left. I used to call her um, the most overzealous bartender I've ever worked with. 
because I'll I'll be like looking straight at a customer and like reach for a menu and she's running over with a menu and water and I'm like geez I it, I would have given it to him it just two seconds later hey she made my shifts really easy I'll tell you that much I barely did anything until she would leave and then I had to do everything on my own. But she was so good that I, you know, I, I, I was, I couldn't bitch about everything the way I would normally bitch. Now this other coworker of mine, she is good, a good bartender, but is she like good as a nice? I don't know, not so much, and that's why I like her. That's why she's a okay in my book. Because she has um, no problem verbalizing the frustrations that a bartender will feel on a nightly basis. And I love it. We get along because she realized immediately, cheers, that I hate all of you. And by all of you... It's it's less the listeners listening to this podcast so much as more so just you as a a client of a or a patron of a bar. I hate you guys, you know, like when you're at a bar, if you're listening to this, I don't hate you when you listen to this podcast. But when you're at a bar, that's when I hate you, like because you probably suck and you don't even know it. You're more aware of it now because you listen to me. But. You'd still probably piss me off at a bar. Hell, my friends, when they visit me, they piss me off at a bar. And they're my friends. They, like, have to hang out with me outside of work. Sometimes you guys are worse than, like, normal. Because it's like, hey, we piss them off normally, so why not piss them off while he's on the job? In fact, I had a friend visit me at work. That, uh... The way that I knew she had arrived is because she yelled, my, um, my blood pressure just went up. My blood pressure just went up from recounting the story. Sam, founder of Third Place Bar. She comes into my place of work. Days after listening to the episode where I explicitly express how I hate when people yell to me at work. And she comes in. First thing she fucking says. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Sam. She's running a marathon today. In Germany. So no one's going to be yelling that. God, how beautiful that must be. Not hearing a single year. My friends are the ones that will tell me to smile the most. 
Not even at work, too. Dude, we won't even be, they won't even be visiting me at my job. They'll be visiting me at my home, in my apartment. And they'll say, why aren't you smiling? Motherfucker. Cause you're here. That that's why. The moment I say I don't like something on this podcast, that's when my friends will then do it the most. They'll do it the most. In fact, my friend Dave uh, was uh, literally shaking up margaritas during our tailgate for the Mets opening day, which I was glad to attend. Oh, maybe I should talk about that. Um, and as he's shaking up a cocktail, Cole, the, the, um, the finance guy that's used to lying, he yells at Dave from behind, barkeep, yeah, I can't get away from this shit, man. Can't get away from this shit. Man. Yeah. I I was talking about uh, a couple episodes ago. I mentioned how the, oh, actually it was the same, the same visit. When this so-called friend of mine visited me and yelled, you're immediately. Almost as quickly as she yelled your almost as as soon as the the last r in the the 14 r year that she yelled at me almost as soon as that last r was finished being thrown in my direction i talked about how this dude uh started hitting on her by complimenting her handbag i called him lover bag boy or something like that and it, and I talked about how he always comes in with like bedhead, and it looks like it looks like he lives nearby, but it looks like he, his bed is on the sidewalk in front of my bar, and that he just rolls over and walks in. Immediately started hitting on my friend, um, trying to I don't know talk about anything and everything. He's always, <sighs> he's he's always giving me. Material, I feel like by accident, dude. Like, cause I was talking about how I was working with my my uh, this coworker of mine for the first time, and um, she's a she's she's how do I say this with uh, ah, huh. this is the most awkward moment in my podcast right now. How do I say this? By uh, by pissing off my girl as least as possible, my coworker's not ugly. Um, the rest I'll leave up to your interpretation. Let's just say she's not she's not like a, a hunchback, you know. She would not be cast as the hunchback of Notre Dame or Notre Dame in the live action um, remake. When it will inevitably happen. Let's just say that. Um, I'm not saying anything else. 
because I'm not trying to piss anybody off. Let's just say she's my my coworker's not the worst looking. Anyways, with that being said, as awkwardly as possible, Bedhead Lover Bag Boy was was here the, uh, that day that I was working with her. And then he comes in the next day and uh, sees that I'm behind a bar once again. And he comes up to me and uh, he goes, hey, hey, man, um, that uh, that chick you were working with uh, yesterday. What's her name? And um, it I didn't answer right away because if you annoy me and you ask me something in an annoying way, there's something about me that just has to make you wait a little bit for my response. That even that includes if you order from me in an annoying way, um, definitely in a rude way. But if if you're annoying. Yeah, I might take a little bit longer to, to to you know make your drink or even you know start making your drink. This guy he he has this question in such an annoying way. He goes, "Hey, that, that chick you were working with, the other, what's her name?" And then you know pauses to let me answer, and I go, "Oh, um, you mean like my coworker, the person I was bartending with?" Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. What's her name, bro? What's her name? And I, 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 I say the name I go uh let's say let's come up with a different I go um Scarlet oh Scarlet Scarlet right Scarlet and I I in my head I'm like whoa in my head not not in real life cuz I'm working but in my head I'm like whoa don't don't act like you remembered her name I clearly just said her name. Hey, that 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 girl you're working with last night. What's her name? Uh, my coworker. Her name is Scarlet. Scarlet, right? Right, right, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. But no, 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 no. Chill. You did not remember her name. Don't act like you did because you repeat what I just said. Not even one millisecond earlier. Repeating something, the moment that I finish saying something, in no way means you remembered it. I hate when people do that. I hate it, dude. They'll be like, oh, ah, oh, shit, um, who, uh, who won the Super Bowl last year? Oh, that was the Chiefs. The Chiefs, the Chiefs, right? Right, right. Yeah, yeah. I I knew that. I remember that. No, you didn't. That's why you asked. For that to count, you have to say it before I say it. That's how that works. That's how proving your memory works. You can't prove your memory... By saying something after I say it. Not how it works, dude. 
Hey, hey, um, who does Robert Downey Jr. play in all those Marvel movies? Oh, he plays Iron Man. Iron Man, right, right, right. Yeah, it was Iron Man, right. I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you didn't, though. You forgot. And I remembered. Then I said it. Then you repeated it immediately after I said it. You know what you didn't do? You didn't remember. Like Roy Jones Jr. once rapped about. Y'all must have forgot. By the way, quick sidebar. I love that rap song, Y'all must have forgot, because he, Roy Jones Jr. doesn't try to rhyme at all. In that rap song. It, it, it goes like, y'all must have forgot. When I boxed in the Olympics and got robbed from the gold medal because they stole that fucking shit from me. Y'all must have forgot. When I knocked them down in the first round and then they came back and like I said, and like again. And then I came back and knocked them out with a hook and then a jab and an uppercut and then a cross. Y'all must have forgot. That I come from the hood and that I do this every day to the most and that I train very hard and then do a lot of push-ups and I do a lot of sit-ups and I do a lot of crunches and I hit the heavy bag. Y'all must have forgot. Doesn't rhyme once in the entire song. I accidentally rhymed once while trying not to rhyme while mimicking Roy Jones Jr. just now. It's somewhere in there. I rhymed by accident. More rhymes than he had in that song. Love it. Love it. Because he doesn't rhyme. Because he doesn't rhyme. Yeah, I must have forgot that that was on HBO. And then I had one on Showtime. And then I had another one that nobody could buy because it wasn't on an actual pay-per-view. Yeah, I must have forgot. Bars, bro. Bars. So obviously he must have forgot my coworker's name. Like how I brought it back. Oh. He must have forgot her name. You must have forgot my co-worker's name because you had so many kettle one and sodas and then you fucking look like you just got out of bed and that you don't comb your hair. Y'all must have forgot. Y'all must have forgot because you hit on my friend the moment she got in by fucking complimenting her handbag and then you look like a fucking idiot because she wasn't into you and then you pretended to be my friend but you weren't really my friend. Y'all must have forgot. Oh, I'm about to take a shot of tequila. Cheers. What's your co-worker's name? I proceed to say my co-worker's name. Oh, yeah, that's right. Shut the fuck up. Fucking liar. You do not remember her name. Anyways. So, I come into work a week later. And I see that 
let's keep calling her Scarlet. It's because my my interface is by Scarlet. The Scarlet focus, right? But whatever, Scarlet. I like that name. Scarlet is uh, is working. Uh, about to wrap up her shift. I'm taking over, and um. Lover bag bedhead boy is sitting at the bar talking it up, chatting it up with her. I mean, I can tell she's a little bored, a little annoyed, but you know, whatever. This guy thinks he's spitting fire game, dude. Like, hell yeah, I'm talking like talk that talk. And uh, he, he, you know, pays his actually, no, she not he doesn't pay his tab and leaves, he stays, she finishes her shift and leaves. And, uh, no, wait, did he, were we working together? I you know, you know what I think it was? I think it was that me and her were just going to like actually start our shift together. He paid his tab and left. He did leave this time. He's because he was there. Apparently since brunch. I don't know. Leaves. And uh, I tell her, cause I can't, re- I, I now, now I know. Now I know that this coworker of mine is just as petty as me, which means that the the smallest things that the clientele do that should truly have zero effect on me, but me being me maximizes its effect exponentially upon hearing it i listen i i'm not i'm i can be kind of chill but not like in my head i'm not outwardly i'll act kind of chill but in my head i eviscerate everybody that annoys me even a little bit in my head i am a psychopath in my head in my head Bro, in my head, I, I, oh, it's just, it's, I'm not that nice in my head. I know I'm not nice in real life, but in my head, I'm so much more mean, dude. You have no idea. I have mentally slapped all the customers that have ever annoyed me in my head. <laughs> so I, I, I tell her, because now I realize she, she's the same way. In her head, in her head, she's probably fucking stabbing these guys in the heart. And I tell her, I was like, yo, that dude. And she like immediately like scoffs and rolls her eyes. Because I know, I know. I've never talked to her about bedhead guy, but I know there's no way she actually thinks this guy is cool. And she doesn't. And I tell her the story. I was like, this motherfucker came in. You had just left. And I told her the whole, oh, what's her name? Oh, her name is Scarlett. Scarlett, right? Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, you fucking. And she was like, that motherfucker didn't know my name. She cut me off and got and expressed anger at the very thing that I was angry about. I said, and then 
he he said, "Oh yeah, right, Scarlet. Yeah, right, right." And she she cuts off my story and goes, "That motherfucker didn't remember my name." And I said, "I know, dude. Fuck. That's why I like work cuz she oh, I like working with her because when I get fucking angry about something, I hate having to explain why it makes me angry to, to somebody. If I have to explain why something makes me angry, then I then then just fuck off. Then just fuck off. Right? But if I tell you something and don't have to explain it and immediately immediately you're like, "Oh yeah, fuck that." Fuck that. I'm like, "This is why. This is why, bro." This is why. That's why you're friends with the people you're friends with. Like, because like if I if I say something to one of my best friends, I don't have to be like, and that bothered me because the moment I finished like saying the incident, my friends will be like, Oh man, what fuck that no way, that's crazy. Unless it's like a bartending story. I'll tell them a bartending story and they'll be like, Oh, is that bad? I do that all the time. And I'm like, I know you do. And I hate it. Looking back at it, perhaps this is why I am on the B squad and not the A squad. Oh, oh, um, update, update, guys. Uh, this Saturday, I get to go to Chanel's house. I get to go to Chanel's condo. I'm finally allowed to step in a squad out of the way that party was a, a flying success she can now have b squad in and uh whatever happens happens and it doesn't really matter because the a squad party went off without a hitch so b squad up right this saturday i, I took off of work to go to this party. To a B-Squad party. I. I saw A-Squad. That shit was lit. I would say. If this is anything less. I would be offended. But not anymore. You know why? I'll tell you why. Because I know my place. I get it. I'm a B-Squad friend. What more is there to say? I don't want to be... I'm not trying to be that guy that thinks that he should be starting over LeBron. I'm not the dude that thinks he could take Jordan one-on-one. No. I know my place. I've said it in the past. I've never been good at any sport I've ever played. So I guess it would make sense that I'm also not good at any friendship I've ever had. Chanel, I didn't know that I should be benched. See, now we get our housewarming party. Now that she had the real one. The actual, this house has been warm. 
This warm is this house is hot. This isn't a house warming party. Your house is so hot that if it got any hotter, we'd have to take it to the hospital for for heat exhaustion. If anything, this B squad party is a house cooling party. This ain't no house warming. Your house is fucking sweating balls. The the sun is out. People are 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 enjoying the weather now. House warming. This is a house cooling party. A squad got your shit fucking blazing hot. House warming. I even heard Dave saw the place. Dave and Cole? Is that did I hear that? They both saw the place. Since when were they fucking a squad? Well, they weren't at that A squad party, I don't think, but they were at a. They were some something. They saw it. And Dave wasn't even doing um, like construction work at your crib. Like you, you didn't even have him there as a as a worker. You had him there as as a friend. The fuck is this? Dave and Cole. You had Dave and Cole there, and Dave wasn't installing cabinets, and Cole wasn't doing your taxes. The fuck is this? I, I bet they're coming to this B squad party too. Fucking B squad shit, man. What was I talking about before all this B squad shit? And I told and I told my coworker about that. He, oh my god! So I tell my coworker that this idiot asked me for your name, and then the moment I said your name, he pretended to remember your name, and that pissed both both of us off. I, it pissed me off retelling the story, and it pissed her off hearing the story. And I love it, love her for that, love it. She then tells me, "Oh my god, this fucking guy." Told me the weirdest story just now, today. And I was like, oh my God, do tell. And she tells me that he offered up this story. Just like Vineyard Vines guy, dude. No one asked you about this. You just decided to start talking about it, bro. God. This guy doesn't wear vineyard vines, but he could. He should, and he would fucking kill in it because it's whatever my perception of vineyard vines is. It's it's this guy fits it. I mean, he's not white, but like still, the attitude, you know. Anyways, it's like it's all about weird humble brags that aren't humble at all. And I'll explain. I won't even have to explain. I'll just fucking tell the story. She tells me like that he just finished telling her a story that was completely un like provoked, and that he offered up the information that he was with this chick one time and and um I and took her back to his place and and um that you know they had been hooking up for a while you know and. Why, guys, 
men, boys, dudes, gentlemen, assholes. If you're ever interested in someone, never start talking about your other sexual escapades. True or false, whether they're real or you're making them up, if you're tr- the girl you're trying to attract does not want to hear about you gallivanting somewhere else with another broad. It's just it why do men think that another woman wants to hear you talk about fucking another woman or hitting on another woman or going out with another woman? What? Men do this a lot, and I've seen it happen a lot as a bartender. Oh yeah, I was uh, hooking up with this chick. Oh yeah, me, I was I was at a bar and I talked to her, took her back. It's just, I don't know if it's like them trying to to show the the woman that they're actually talking to. Hey, other women once found me attractive, or hey, someone else once actually was convinced to come home and come home with me. So, you know, you should be too. I don't know what it is. So this idiot, obviously into my coworker, starts talking about um how he has been hooking up with this chick for a couple of times, whatever, blah, blah. And <sighs> offers up this fucking little thing. He's like, and then she's like, hey, let's, um let's, uh, she tells me that she wants to, like, we should take a shower together. So I'm like, oh, hell yeah. Dude, nobody at this bar wants to think about you in a shower. We don't even, we don't want to think about you having sex with another girl. And we definitely don't want to think about you in a shower. Like, what? Ah! I would barely want to think about, like, the best looking dude ever in a shower. Brad Pitt, Ryan Gosling, Idris Elba. Why do you think I would want to have you... Why do you think I would want to have the mental image of you in a shower, bedhead lover bag boy? Why? My God, Jesus. Immediately when he said, when, when he brought this up, I felt bad for the other woman. Anyways, he tells me he's in the shower then, right? He's in the shower. A couple of minutes pass by. You know, the chick doesn't get in yet. She had told him to give him a couple of minutes. So he waits in the shower, doing whatever it is that idiots do in the shower when they think that they're about to get some. And then she never comes in. And um, he calls out to her, doesn't hear a response. And he walks out of the shower. And... Calls out again, doesn't see her, peeks out, walks out of the bathroom completely. She's gone. And then he proceeds to tell me that, you know what else is gone? His Rolex watch. And a couple of thousand dollars that he had uh, allegedly in his wallet 
because everyone walks around with a thousand dollars in their wallet. Um, and uh, and a couple of other things from his crib that he was robbed. I thought a couple of things when she told me this story. My coworker. One, if this story is true, first of all, what a red flag. Remember that episode I did? First dates and red flag. Dude, you were... You brought someone up to your apartment that you had apparently been hooking up with for a little while. Not just a first-time thing. A little while. And this person decided to to rob you of all your shit. Um, and then you're, you thought it would be like a good story to tell the chick that you're, that you're into. That you're obviously into. Red flag. Um... Also, the way he tells the story, because you, there are details that everyone doesn't really need to know. Like, I've been hooking up with this chick for. Because here's the thing: this guy later on that night, I was closing the bar, so my coworker left at a certain point in the night, and it was just me. This guy returns. See, my coworker left early because it was dead, and this dude returns thinking she would still be there, and he was gone, and I could see, I could see the heartbreak. In his eyes, dude, when it was just me at the bar. And he asked me, hey, where's Scarlet? Because now he knows his name. Now, after that whole ordeal the night before, where he pretended to remember his name. Hey, bro, what's your name? Uh, my coworker's name is Scarlet. Scarlet, right? Now that he pretends, now he actually knows her name. Hey, where's Scarlet? She she still she still working? No, no. If it wasn't obvious by me being the only person behind the bar at two thirty in the morning, um, no, she is not working, and I am in fact alone here. Sorry. He orders a drink to not seem pathetic, and I swear this is what he said. He goes, "So did you hear?" And honestly, me and uh, Scarlett had uh, had talked about this hours earlier. And I had an entire shift in between that. And this guy walks in and goes, hey, did you hear? I, I honestly didn't know what the fuck he was talking about. I was like, uh, hear about what? He goes, I, I got robbed. And here's the thing. I did hear. But it's still really egotistical and narcissistic of you to walk into my bar and just say it like that. Hey, so did you hear? Like you're the most important thing that we're talking about. Funny thing is, it was probably the the funniest thing I heard that night. So yeah, I did hear. I did hear, buddy. I did hear. But I'm not going to give you the benefit of the doubt that I heard. Here's the thing, I heard because we were shitting on you. You think that I heard because you are an important topic of conversation in our establishment. And you know what? You're not. You're a topic of entertainment. You're not as hot shit as you think. 
Hey, did you hear? So I said no. And then the moment he started explaining, I was like, oh, I did hear. But I'm glad I said no. Because I didn't want to give him the benefit of the doubt. I wouldn't have wanted to give him the benefit of the doubt, is what I should say. So he starts explaining. And, and the way that my coworker explained it to me is just as... You know what? She did not do it justice because he was even douchier than, than she expressed. Went out of his way to make sure I knew that he had a Rolex watch. Made out, went out of his way to make sure that I knew how much money was stolen. Went out of his way to make sure that I knew that there was sex involved on multiple occasions. Almost as if he was saying, I have sex, bro. I have sex. I have sex. And the whole shower thing, man. I mean, for someone to come into my bar week in and week out with bedhead to tell me a story that involves taking a shower, come on. He tells me the story. And even though I had heard it before, coming out of his mouth, oh my God, it was even more annoying than ever. Red flag, man. All right, guys, we are back. It's funny, whenever I listen to these episodes back, and I put a, I know where I, pa- I, I like pause in the recording so I could go to the bathroom. And whenever I come back, I'm like, all right, and I'm back. But when I listen back to it, it's the, the, the cuts are kind of seamless because I'm such an awesome editor. No, I, it, the cuts are kind of seamless. So I, I'll literally just be like, yeah, man. So that's why I was bartending and somebody pissed me off and I got mad. Anyways, I'll be right back, guys. And I'm back. And I, I feel like you guys wouldn't even realize I was gone if I didn't say anything. And sometimes you guys don't even hear me like saying, I'll be right back. So when I come back and be like, and eh, now I'm back. Sorry, guys. Blah, blah, blah. You're like, what are you talking about? I say all that as I click away on my mouse for no reason at all, except I needed to buy myself some time to pour myself some tequila. Pour myself. I'm going to let the liquor talk. Can I just say, I have gotten... Absolutely, I have become, I have become absolutely obsessed with a song. It happens to me every now and then. And when I get obsessed with a song, I will play that shit on repeat. I don't mean I'll play it a lot. I mean, I will play it right after it's done over and over and over again. In fact... You know, at the end of the year, when Spotify tells you something like um, your year-end review, and uh, it's like your your favorite artist is blah blah blah. You listen to it this many times. It's for me. It's never really that accurate in the sense that if I have a favorite artist, even if it were to change year by year, it's usually not whatever my most played song is and what what happens is like put it this way like 
according to Spotify, I'm obsessed with Mike Posner because I listened to I took a pill in the bees, huh? To show Avicii I was cool. And I, I don't know why, but I do love that song. And according to Spotify, see what happens is I'll come home like from work and I get in this like just state of mind where I'm like, I just need to hear like one thing that I love. And I will just put something on repeat. And apparently, I do it often with, I took a pill and a pizza. And um, Spotify, even though that song is like six years old now, Spotify told me at the end of last year, that's that's your favorite song. And that's your favorite genre. And that's... The only reason it didn't, it didn't tell me it was my favorite artist is because I play so much Bad Bunny at work. Um... And it, it, I say all that to say that I, when I like a song, I get, it has a hold on me, man. And the other day, I heard someone, I heard, I honestly forgot if it was, I think, I think I heard, I just saw a, a clip on, on um, either Instagram or, or Twitter of someone just mentioned mentioning Morgan Wallen and they're like that song is catchy as hell and they said something like we let the liquor talk and I was like what I like that line we let the liquor talk and I had never in my life heard a single song by Morgan Wallen But I had heard of Morgan Wallen. I heard about him back in 2021 when I saw this news trending about some country artist that was on the come up that was pretty popular, very popular, that allegedly got, no, not allegedly, that absolutely got recorded um, saying the N-word on a drunken night with his friends. It's the first time I ever heard of Morgan Wallet. And I heard about him dropping an N-bomb and apparently being a very popular country music singer. So he's a country music singer. Dude, I, I actually really enjoy country music. But I don't know if I enjoy... The same country music that's always, I guess, like topping the country music charts at the time. Um, I actually love George Strait. To me, George Strait is the greatest country singer of all time. And I, there's a bunch of his songs that I want to see George Strait in concert. There's a bunch of his songs I could sing. Um, maybe not beginning and end, but definitely the chorus. Um, I love George Strait. Um, He's more of like an old school country singer where it's about like like true love and 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 just drinking and having fun and and well not so much drinking and having fun but like like definitely having fun but in a wholesome way it's it's not this Toby Keith you know stuff that uh it's it's like like party country which I think is kind of cool too but 
I, I realize I like the Toby Keith stuff. And you know what I also realize? I, 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 maybe, yo, maybe I'm just the oldest man in the world. Because I also love Willie Nelson type of country. Um, someone once played for me a song that literally went, she tick, she think my tractor sexy, it really turns around. That's the name of the song. Or that's the way the chorus goes. And I'm, I'm not gonna lie, I kind of like that one too. I kind of like that one too. There's a song out there, I think it's called My Right Arm or something like that. I might be lying, but there's some. There's a song out there, a country song. That's that a, a a dude sang about the way that his arm feels when he lays with his girl, and how it goes to sleep because she's like like sleeping on it. And I'm like, bro, I feel you. Like fucking always go sleep, but how that like annoying, almost pain, borderline painful feeling. Is like his favorite feeling in the world because it means that he's in bed with the woman that he's in love with. Bro, that's country music, man. I love that. Either way. I'm saying all this because I'm trying to say that I fucks with country music on some level. And this Morgan Wallen dude. Never heard a country song. Never heard one of his songs at all, ever, in, in my life. And then I heard someone mention something about let the liquor talk. And I was like, I like that line. And, man, I looked up this song, which, of course, has like 180 million streams on Spotify. And, of course, he has songs in his, his catalog that have like 300 million streams. And I listened to a song, and can I just say, hold up. So I listened to this Morgan Wallen song called Last Night, and can I just say, I am completely, utterly, 100% Hooked, I am obsessed. This song has literally been on repeat for the better part of the last week. This song, can y'all hear that? Can y'all hear the ice cream truck? Was that just picked up on my microphone and not for you guys? The ice cream truck. The fucking ice cream truck is out there. That's how you know it's it's getting warm. That's how you know that that house has been warmed already, Chanel. And we got to cool it down. B-Squad coming in to cool the house down. House cooling party coming at you this Saturday. Be there. I am obsessed with this song. Last night. Last night. Last night, we let the liquor talk. That's the first line, and that's the core. Last night, we let the liquor talk. Woo! 
bro, do you understand? You're talking to me, Morgan. You're talking to me, Morgan. You know how many times as a bartender I go home and I wake up the next day and I'm like, oh, did I say that? More so at my last job than this job because I'm much more well-behaved in this job. With that being said, let me let this liquor talk and take this shot of tequila. This episode, I let the liquor talk. Let the liquor talk, Will Bryant. The show that lets the liquor talk every day now. I'm your liquor drinker. I'm Will Bryant. I'm upset. Dude, I started playing this song for Val on repeat, and she was getting so annoyed. And then one, like, moment that it played, she turned from annoyed to just fucking karaoke singing with me. Dude, this song is just... Dude, this song, um, if I was... Good thing that this podcast makes me no money, because I'm about to play this thing, this thing. I'm about to play this song. And if I was making any money from this podcast, this would get me demonetized because it's one of the most popular songs in the entire land. So, of course, it'll get me flagged, but I don't care because I make no money from this. And I want to hear it just like I've been hearing it all week. Oh, yes. And hold up. Before I even... Bring that track back. Um, I am not ashamed to say that I have been reading the lyrics to this song and trying my best to like memorize them as this song plays on repeat on my Spotify because Spotify knows that I'm going to want to do this and offers me the lyrics on their app so that I don't even have to go anywhere else. No, no lyrics.com, AZ lyrics, no rap genius, no nothing. Country genius, whatever it's called. MagaLyrics.com. It doesn't matter. Spotify had it right there for me. Spotify, also a platform where you can find my fucking podcast. Like and subscribe. Let's do it. So, of course, I've been practicing these lyrics and ding, 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 Bro, so hard, goes so hard, it goes like this. Last night we let the liquor talk, I can't remember everything we said, but we said it all. You told me that you wish I was somebody you never met, well baby, baby, something's telling me this ain't over yet, no way it was our last night. Woo! What? Bro, are you, I know. Let you take that in. Let it let it settle in your soul for just a moment. Because I know what I said hits you guys. Last night we let the liquor talk. I can't remember everything we said, but we said it all. You said that I'm somebody that you wish that you never met. But baby, baby, something's telling me this ain't over yet. No way it was our last night. 
Did you did you feel those goosebumps? Like I felt those goosebumps, man. That's just no way it was on last night. I I sang that one time for Val, and she got like she was like, all right, whatever. I sang it two times for Val, and she was like, okay, cool. I sang it three times for Val, and she was like, all right, I get it. I sang it four times for Val, she was like, I heard you the first second and third time i sang it five times for val and she was like you're this is a, you're so annoying six times for val she's like please shut the fuck up seven times for val i'm gonna leave i'm leaving right now i'm putting clothes on eight times for val I, the keys i'm i all i need to do is find them and i'm leaving right now nine times for val will i swear to god I cannot hear this one more time. Ten times for Val. And you know what she was doing? We were duetting, baby. Last night, we let the liquor dog. And I remember everything was simple. We said it all. You told me I'm the rest of the world. I remember, remember, remember. I remember you when I had no one. Oh, I she was singing it and dancing it with me. Didn't want to leave no more. Put the keys of the house down. Got back in her PJs and chilled with me and just fucking no way it was a land. Snapping with me, dancing with me, swaying with me. Dancing with me, snapping with me, swaying with me. Now she fucking loves the song. Now she loves country. This song, this song is so good. First of all, then I went, I listened to some of his other songs. He has a song called You Proof. I was like, what the fuck does that mean, You Proof? I need something you proof. That song is, you know how alcohol is 40 proof? 80 proof. Bacardi 151 proof. He said that he can't drink something that's you proof. He can't find something to drink that gets him like to forget about you. I can't find an alcohol in this world to get me to forget about you. I need something you proof. I need something you proof. Morgan Wallen, yes. Here's where I'm. Here is where I'm a spineless, spineless piece of trash. Because before I ever heard a single Morgan Wallen song, and all I knew about him was that he once dropped an N-bomb... I said to myself, well, go figure. Another racist country singer? No way. I'm shocked. Sarcasm, sarcasm, sarcasm. And I didn't give a fuck about him. You know, Diplo did a song with him. I don't even know the song. I should look it up. I don't even know the Morgan Wallen Diplo song. Let's look at it. Morgan. And, and I remember... Thinking, you know what, Diplo, although I'd like your music, I'm a little, I'm a little hurt. 
because he's so racist. I see this came out in 2019, and I believe that the N-bomb came in 2021, but I'm not sure. I did, if I didn't ex- express this earlier in the episode, I did very minimal amount of research. Apparently their song is called Heartless. So Heartless. Oh. Say you're going to LA, I count down till you come home. Just one of those things that you do when you're lonely. And you're all about to chase. But you won't ever let me catch you. And I wish it was the same. But you know, what the? I can't read that lyric that fast. I don't even know the cadence. This is the song. Ooh. Huh? Oh, why you gotta be so heartless? I know you think it's so harmless. I'm actually. Ah, uh, damn it. Mm. Another Morgan Wallace song that I like. Discovered on the spot. Discovered on the spot. Why you gotta be so heartless? Why you gotta be so heartless? Yep, already know it. Already know the song. Already know it. It's a rap. Already know it. So, there you go. Look that up. Morgan Wallen and Diplo. Why are you going to be so heartless? Now that you think it's harmless. It's not harmless to be heartless. Here's the thing. This Morgan Wallen dude is is just has these bangers on deck. And it's... His music is so catchy that it's got me reassessing something. And this is how spineless I am. I'm suddenly thinking, maybe that N-bomb wasn't that big of a deal. You know, <laughs> you know, I mean, if he made worse music, then you know what? Fuck you, you're racist. But he makes some bangers, so... Maybe it wasn't that bad. I don't know. Here's the thing. Suddenly, suddenly I've done research on this N-bomb. Because when I heard about it two years ago, I didn't do any research. The first fucking link I clicked on, oh, Country Singer Drops N-bomb. Good enough for me. No more research. Get it out of out of my fucking sight. Put it in my little fucking uh, memoriam of, of tr- useless trivia that I know. And never revisit it again until now. But now that I like his music, I'm like, well, wait a second, let's revisit this. And of course, I know what you're thinking. I know what you're thinking. Because it's what I was thinking. The moment that I heard, last night we let the liquor talk. (sighs) Once I heard that, I was like, "I, I, I like this song too much. Let's do some research. And I know you're thinking the same thing I'm thinking. What version of the N-word did he use? Right? Right? Tell me, dude, I know you. I know you, dude. I know you. And I know that's what you're saying. Did he say... Mm-hmm. Or did he say, you know, that's what you're thinking? And I thought it too. 
I'm going to tell you, I did like five minutes of, of, of research for this episode, and I, I Googled Morgan Wallen N-word. It was a very tricky thing to Google. I didn't know how to Google it. Part of me didn't even want to type in the word so that people would never see that I like searched it. But I mean, yeah, whatever. Research. And I, I couldn't, I could, every video that I saw, it bleeped the word out. It, he was coming home from like a drunken night with his friends. And the the situation is like him. It, it sounds like he's telling somebody to get his drunken friend home. It's like, get him home. Get this pussy home. Get this pussy motherfucker home. And I think he says, then get this pussy motherfucker bleep home. And like on TMC, it says like N asterisk, 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 asterisk. And I wish it would say like N asterisk, 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 asterisk. And then either R or A, just to let me know. Just let me, just let me know. Because N asterisk, 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 that maybe is M I. Damn, maybe I should have counted the asterisk because the 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 really bad one is six letters, right? Yeah, and the the the. Kind of bad one is five. Damn, I don't. I gotta read how many. I gotta go back and see how many asterisks TMZ had. Let's see, TMZ Morgan, because because if they have five or like N and then four asterisks, as opposed to N and five asterisks, I'm doing fucking like Law and Order SVU work here. Then 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 I think they're like inconspicuously telling us what he said. Um, let's see. Oh, beautiful. I had clicked on it already. Come on, let's go. I'm I'm literally TM, TMZ Morgan Wallen. Here we go. Take care of this pussy ass motherfucker. Hey, hey, Gracie, take care of this pussy ass. Oh, let's pause it right there. Cause he said, take care of this. Take care of this pussy ass, and then TMZ has it as N asterisk 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 asterisk. Oh man, that's five asterisks. That's five little star thingies. After the N. That means it cannot be N. I, I, I'll even get in trouble for spelling it out. It, it, all right. There's a version of the N bomb that has five letters and there's a version of it that has six. This version that TMZ is giving us with asterisks has six. So it may seem like Morgan Wallen said the hard R version of the word. In reference to telling someone to get his friend home safe or something, take care of this pussy ass bleep. Might have been a hard R. You know what's crazy is that I know I well now I, I literally just learned on the air with you guys that I he might have dropped the hard R here. He might have. 
And that song is so fucking catchy that I'm like, well, he was drunk. And was it really the hard R? And was it even like at a black guy or like was it at a white guy? Because like, dude, if you're calling a white guy the N-word, I know you're still using the N-word, but way less bad, right? Like way more redeemable, right? Dude, if his friend was black and he said, get that pussy motherfucker N-bomb home with the hard R. All right, maybe. But something tells me Morgan Wallen's entourage isn't really fucking full of black people. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I love that I'm trying, I'm using Morgan Wallen's like racism to try to prove that he's not racist, but it's all because I just love this song now, man. Suddenly, suddenly he has a song that I like, and I'm like, well, maybe he's not that racist. Maybe he's not, maybe he's all right. Maybe he's all right. That song has been on repeat, man. On repeat for me. I I even so this came out the the N bomb situation came out in twenty twenty one and then a year after that, Rolling Stone came out with an article about how they they were wondering if the N bomb incident actually helped his career because believe it or not, his streams went up like by half a billion. I think um, definitely. If it wasn't half a billion, it was half a million. But I want to say half a billion streams. Um, the moment that he dropped the N-bomb. And I I mean, it's... Yeah, it's just that situation where like the the there's a certain type of people that feel a certain type of way. And when they hear something, instead of canceling somebody, they'll be like, let's show them more support. And that's kind of what happened. And he sold out like his tour... Including two nights in MSG, by the way. So it's not like he's not doing well in MS in New York. It's not just a South thing. He did well on the coasts. All this, and I, I still. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry, but that song has been on repeat all fucking week, man. Oh. Cause did you forget what I said before, dude? Last night we let the liquor talk. I can't remember everything we said, but we said it all. Just, just. Apparently in a country song, you just got to sing about love and alcohol and it's all good. It's all good. It's all right. I have heard this song a million times this week. It's going to end up being my song of the year on Spotify. I guarantee it. Guarantee it. Guarantee it. 
Last night we let the liquor talk I can't remember everything we said But we said it all You told me that you wish I was somebody you never met But baby, baby, something's telling me This ain't over yet No way it was our last night Kiss your lips Make you grip the sheets on your fingertips Last bottle of jock, we split the fib Just talk about your life, go and sip for sip you know you love to fight You know that I don't mean I'm still gonna wake up wanting you and me I know that last night we let the liquor talk I can't remember everything we said but we said it all You said I was somebody that you wish that you never met Well baby, baby, something's telling me this ain't over yet No way it was our last night no way it was our last night No way it was our last night We break up, I see your taillights in the dust You call your mama and I call your bluff In the middle of the night, pull it right back up, yeah, yeah My friends say I should let it go Your friends say what the hell And trade your love for nothing else Last night, you said the liquor talk Everything we said, but we said it all You said that I was somebody They wished that you never met Well, baby, baby, something's telling me This ain't over yet No way it was our last night Yeah, uh We said, but we said too much I know you packed your door and slammed the door. I, you packed your door? You packed your door? You fucked it up, Will. You fucked it up on the last fucking verse. How do you pack a door? No one packs a door. You slammed the door. You packed your shit and slammed the door. Something's telling me this ain't over yet No way it was our last night Great, this episode's demonetized now Demonetized And for no reason at all Because I fucked it up on the last fucking verse You don't You don't pack a door You slam a door You pack your shit and you slam the door No way it was our last night No way it was our last night no way it was our last night. Ah, oh, man, I'm obsessed with that song. I'm sorry. Honestly, I was extending... Eh. I was extending this episode just so I could talk about that song. Because I don't know if I'm going to be obsessed with it next week. So I had to do it now. I had to do it now. Last night we let the I can't remember what we said, baby. We said it all. I bet there's gonna be people listening to this wondering, like, what is this guy doing? He's literally just saying this over and over again. Wow, this is so annoying. And can I tell you something? That's exactly what my girlfriend thinks. She thinks the same thing. What is wrong with this guy? He keeps singing this song over and over again. He's really annoying. The only problem is she has to live with me. You just have to like and subscribe. <laughs> so be sure to rate and review this show on Apple Podcasts. Follow me at I'm Will Bryant on all platforms. Instagram, 
YouTube, Twitter, TikTok, Twitch. That's three words at I'm Will Bryant. B-R-Y-A-N-T, like Kobe. This has been Big Kid with Will Bryant, the show where we let the liquor talk. I'm your host. I'm Will Bryant. And until next time. I know the last night we let the liquor talk. I can't remember anything we said when we said it all. Yeah. Woo. Last night we went blue.